Hi, and welcome to the Stuff Podcast. I'm here with uh, Samsung's Mike van der Leer. Um, we are speaking today about Samsung's consumer electronics division, uh, mostly the TVs, if I'm not mistaken, uh, but we're going to touch on a little bit of everything that Samsung has to offer in South Africa at the moment. Hi, Mike. How are you going, Brett? Uh, just as a point of correction, it's Mike Funlier. Is it Funlier? Someone did ask me how I should pronounce that. It 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 uh, comes from somewhere in the Netherlands region or mm. um, maybe Belgium, and I'm sure they say Funlier or Funlier there. Mm-hmm. But I'm very English, uh, albeit South African, and I say Van Leer. So it's Mike Van, Van Leer. Mike Van Leer. Okay. Consumer I'll Electronics Director at Samsung South Africa. Well, thank you for the <laughs> correction. And we're just going to jump straight into Samsung's TVs. Um, the, the company is doing extremely well in one particular area. I, I mean, more than one, but there is one that you're doing better than others. Um, can you tell us a bit more about it? Yeah, I mean, um, for sure, thank you. And uh, we humbled uh, to say that Samsung uh, has had a, a couple of very, very good years. Um, most of the divisions, of course, have done very well post-COVID. Um, you know, people going home, uh, spending more time at home. It means bigger fridges. It, it means probably more time on your mobile device. Uh, but, of course, it uh, means probably more time in front of a, a TV. And we've seen a remarkable resurgence of TV. Uh, I guess TV is in probably the most exciting period that it's been in for a long time. Uh, I like to call it with my team at any rate fit for purpose or TV fit for purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about buying one TV for a household. We see many consumers buying multiple TVs for households. Uh, and we look to, you know, to, to show them technologies that make a difference in particular rooms in the house. So, of course, in a, in a normal household, there's always a place where most of the viewing happens. And, and, and definitely we see the trend um, of pushing to larger size as being still a very much a trend in South Africa. Uh, I suppose South Africans tend to think that uh, bigger is better, and in this case it certainly is. You want to watch a, a great movie or you want to watch your, your favorite game, watching it on a bigger TV is uh, absolutely fabulous. See, I'm going to argue with you a little bit on that one about the gaming, the gaming side. There is there is a, an upper limit if you're going to play games particularly online and i believe you know this at least a little bit yes i um, do like you're going to catch me on the size aren't you yeah well and, <laughs> like, and, and i've got a i've got a very specific size um and then there's like the upper limit size like the the largest tv i've ever personally played games on was a 105 inch sharp tv it took eight guys to carry upstairs because we didn't have a lift big enough for it um and i sat i think like eight meters back from that thing and it was still too big um, like the the biggest TV I can see for gaming is like fifty inch, fifty five inch maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but fifty is about the the max limit if you're going to be playing online. Um, would you say anybody should go like up to sixty five? No, actually no. And uh, just for point of clarity, I, I think I was more speaking about the game, meaning the football game or oh, the right. rugby game, as it is in well, South I Africa. Don't, I don't I don't do sports <laughs> ball, man. You're be exactly, specific. and I and I probably should have just changed the word that I used in yeah. front of you, Brett, but um, uh, but you make a very important point because that's probably the second category that we've seen growing in South Africa, and that's gaming TV. Mm. 
Uh, we've uh, we've launched a, a range of uh, Neo QLED gaming TVs called the QN90 or, or 85 for that matter. It's younger brother. Yeah. Uh, most importantly, you know, it comes with some of the tech uh, gadgets that you need. You know, um, HDMI 2.1. The the new range that we've just launched has four of those ports, so you can you can attach four uh, of your favorite consoles or, or devices to that TV. You know, at the moment, it's a little bit overkill. There's only really two consoles that need it. Probably, but, but we thought why, why not add in. <laughs> A, a couple more. Um, yeah. it, it was something that we we lacked in the fir- in the the initial range, uh, and so you know, as a good tech company, we've put in probably more than what is needed. Mm. Uh, but the other very important point is that we um, we're upgraded to one forty four hertz or or one twenty hertz. It really depends on the console that you're using. Yeah. Uh, but I would have to agree with you that we are seeing a trend for smaller screen with gamers. Um, it's something that I learned personally because I'm not necessarily an avid gamer. Although my two boys. 13 and 15 years old play more games than they, they probably should. Um, but, yeah, um, it's but, a career now, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they play on a 55-inch, I think, which is probably also a little bit too big. Uh, we've noticed that, and in fact, we've introduced in the new range a 43-inch QN90, mm-hmm. uh, which um, uh, I'm, I'm led to believe is the, the appropriate size for a gamer. Uh, we see it in our monitor business as well, albeit uh, that's more PC gaming, so you're probably sitting much closer to the, the panel. Yeah. And in monitors, we've seen 24 and 27-inch the the appropriate size for gamers mm. uh, they don't want to look left and right uh, they you know they want to make sure it's all in their periphery uh, and they're making quick decisions you know with whatever game that they're playing so yeah. yes we are seeing that and i would completely agree with you smaller sizes on gaming is there and uh, like i said we've increased our range uh, speaking speaking of um monitors you guys still do curved monitors don't you yeah we do um we we moved away from curved tvs uh we found that people were sitting sort of around the tv if you like Mm -hmm. if you sit in front of a curved tv it's a fantastic uh, viewing experience but not often are you sitting by yourself in front of a tv yeah you're sitting with a family or your friends or whatever the case may be so we decided to discontinue uh, curved tvs for that reason um, but with monitors, it's quite different because you're sitting directly in front of yeah. a, a monitor and you're generally by yourself. And curved monitors are very much uh, still part of our range and in- incredibly popular, um, all the way up to uh, big f- uh, 49-inch uh, curved uh, panels. We've actually just uh, um, launched a 55-inch curved uh, beast, um, which will retail at around 50,000 Rand. But it is an amazing piece of technology. What's it for, though? Is it's, it called, it's called the Arc. And yeah. it is actually for those extremely hardcore gamers. It, it can split into three screens. Okay. Um, so in portrait mode, uh, curved over your head, if I can try and explain that to the listeners, but curved I've, over your head. I've, I've seen that in like you, some simulator um, setups, they, they do something like that. Yes, yeah. exactly like that. It's exactly like that. So you can sort of lean back and on the top, you can have your video. In the middle, you can have your chat. And on the bottom, you can have your game for, for, for argument's sakes. And mm. um, we've we, we seen a, a great amount of uh, hype around that product. We haven't bought it into South Africa yet, uh, but I expect by the end of the year, we will have a couple of units in here. Okay. Uh, I suspect maybe someone like you might want to get your hands on something oh, like that. No, <laughs> I, I think we'd probably send it to Duncan. He's our resident um, PC gaming nerd. Okay, um, good. He, 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 he absolutely goes nuts over... Um, like high refresh rate screens, um, I, I've just I've never seen anything like it. He is quite brutal when it comes to testing, so um, yeah, speakers should probably work if they are included. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's a fantastic piece of tech, and we'll mm. make sure to get you a, a sample when it comes. I, I, I would love to see it. Um, 
sorry, back on topic, because uh, we are wandering a little bit more. Um, uh, quite recently, we saw Samsung's got uh, got a new display technology out. It's uh, QD OLED, bloody hell. Um, and the very first screens that I've seen were, um, like you sold the tech to, to Samsung, uh, not Samsung, to Sony. So I've seen those in person. Um, when will we see uh, like a Samsung-made QD OLED? Well, can you just tell us more about the tech first? Yeah, I mean, that, uh, that tech was uh, introduced globally um, this year, as mm. far as I understand. I think at uh, CES this year. Um, the strange thing, it's great tech. Uh, the strange thing about uh, this tech is that we're probably not going to be introducing that in South Africa. And okay. there's, uh, there's actually a big reason for that. Uh, we've we've uh, been, well, we introduced QLED about five years ago, 2017. Yeah. Um, and it's been a, a great hit with the South African uh, public. Um, in fact, 60 to 70% um, of um, consumers here in South Africa are preferring QLED uh, to uh, the counterpart OLED. Um, and that comes from uh, some of our GFK statistics. Um, what we've also seen is the introduction of NAO QLED, which was done last year. We've seen an incredible five times or 500% growth in this technology, okay. both across 4K. The gaming TVs I spoke about are these NAO QLED 4K, but also our 8K panels. Uh, we, we, we're very, very proud uh, of some of the technology that's coming out of 8K as well. And, and in South Africa, certainly, we are going to stay with QLED technology just simply because of the investment we've made, but also the, the consumer has taken uh, very favorably to QLED technology. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, th that's really where we stand at this point in time. Okay. And why would you say people are opting for QLED over OLED? Uh, like, what are the benefits? I mean, without doubt, Samsung is a is a fantastic brand. I, I think uh, a lot of our investment uh, in South Africa has been into technology, and I think that the, the customer understands the QLED uh, technology well. Uh, you know, picture quality, but longevity. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it lacks burn-in, this type of thing. So you don't get that sort of burn-in with the TVs. Uh, with OLED technology, as you know, it's organic. Uh, it does degrade over time. Yeah. Uh, so, so, the, so I guess uh, through telling uh, the benefits to the South African consumer, Consumer, they bind to that and you can see that they're gravitating more to QLED technology, okay. uh, which is uh, really pleasing for us. Just before we started talking today, uh, you showed me one of Samsung's newest lifestyle TVs. Um, what have you got coming up in the market? Because uh, you've got the, it's the Serif, the Frame, and then there's the... We, Sarah, which we don't have. We don't have the Sarah, and I'll, I'll explain a little bit more about that. Um, yeah, I probably didn't expand enough on uh, TV fit for purpose. We spoke about the main uh, viewing area. Uh, we also spoke about gaming TV, but we mm. have an absolutely wonderful range, as you mentioned, of lifestyle TVs. And uh, Serif, which uh, uh, I own, I happen to own one of those, which is in my bedroom. It fits in with the decor of the, the home. looks mm. wonderful and comes with all the tech. It's a, it's a QLED panel as well, so it's uh, absolutely fabulous. Uh, but by, certainly my next TV purchase will be the, the frame. And you saw that uh, the new uh, version of that frame with the matte finish. It really does look like a painting. It does. Um, uh, like I know we weren't supposed to touch it. And <laughs> tell anybody but i touched it i actually had to touch it though just to be sure that yeah. there was no texture on that screen it just it looked phenomenal yeah, 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 yeah. um I'm, I'm i'm actually blown away yeah that's uh, look that that is absolutely a fabulous technology and we've seen a, a great increase in that uh in that uh, particular unit uh, the mm. frame uh you know it can go into a bedroom it can go into a a, a study 
Um, of course, it can go into a general uh, place in your in your home, and you can mm. uh, you can uh, display up to sixteen hundred uh, different artworks through the art store. Yeah. Uh, there's a menial cost to the art store if you subscribe; it's about sixty rand a month, uh, which yeah. is uh, and then you have the choice of all of these wonderful uh, artworks. Uh, but also you get a choice of some artworks from the Louvre, and I think we're the only TV manufacturer that has a partnership with the Louvre in in uh, um, in Paris. And uh, uh, as far as I understand, you can put the Mona Lisa in your home now, and it looks really realistic, as you well saw. Yeah. The other product you spoke about was the Ciro. The Ciro is a is an interesting product. Uh, it, it shows uh, landscape and portrait, and you can move it uh, depending on what you're viewing on the on the panel. Uh, we decided not to uh, introduce that into South Africa. In fact, what we did is that we've bought in a rotating stand for the frame TV, which can move your, and it's auto-rotating, so mm. as you use, as you change your phone, let's say you are, you're using the, the, the content from your phone onto the TV and you rotate your phone, this will automatically rotate into portrait uh, mode. It comes in both a, a wall-mounted uh, unit as well as a tripod stand unit. It, it's not motorized though, is it? Is it is motorized, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, uh, so it's auto-correcting and motorized and uh, yeah, oh, you can, okay. it changes automatically as you, uh, as and, you and see fit. And then, so if you've got like a motorized um, wall mount, first of all, I can picture the YouTube videos of guys installing this without measuring the vertical distance. That's be hilarious but um like what what did something like that cost i'd have to come back to you probably on the yeah. recommended retail price i i think it's around five or six thousand rand but uh, i i guess we would probably have to tell you uh, what it is it's only going to be landing in a few uh, months time okay uh, but i think it's about five or six thousand rand and you can mount this uh, this product either to the wall or to a tripod stand and then just a lovely piece of technology and like how how is it controlled how do you tell it to rotate um I think it's it's either done uh, if you are sharing content on a phone and you auto rotate your phone and the content rotates, it will rotate automatically for you, or okay. it can rotate via a remote control, of course, okay. uh, which it uh, which it comes with. So really up to you. Well, there's one other product uh, that we are introducing as well to the lifestyle uh, um, uh, family. Uh, we're really excited about this product. In fact, we made a lot of noise about this globally, but also here in South Africa, we've got some three thousand customers I think that have signed up for. First viewing. It's a product called the Freestyle. It's a product that that I like to term the portable TV because it, it is a portable projector, uh, mm-hmm. but it comes loaded with uh, the tires and operating system that you would enjoy on a smart TV. Yeah. So all of your you know um, streaming services like Netflix, etc., uh, are loaded on there, as well as local uh, content like DSTV, Showmax, uh, that type of thing will be loaded on for local market. Yeah. The beauty about it is that it's only seven hundred grams. Uh, you can get additional accessories like a battery pack, which mm. lasts up to four hours. So you can take it camping, you can take it on holiday, or if we have the dreaded load shedding, you can watch TV through the, the load shedding, uh, or you know you can watch content uh, through the load shedding. How, how big is the battery pack? Capacity-wise, 40,000 milliamp power. Okay. It's got to be of a certain voltage. Uh, it does connect onto the bottom of the device, the, okay. the Samsung one at any rate. Um, and lasts up to four hours of viewing time. So really mm. fantastic. You can also buy a, a splash-proof and dust-proof uh, case if you were taking it camping. Yeah. Um, it, it absolutely does not need a screen. This is a very important thing. You do not need a screen. You can really display it on any color wall or just the side of the tent if you wish or the side of uh, uh, the car or just some sort of smooth surface. Mm. Um, and you can view up to 100 inches, which is uh, quite incredible. So anything from about 13 inches, mm. so quite close up if you you wish 
uh, all the way up to 100 inches, depending on the light uh, uh, conditions. Uh, what a wonderful product. And uh, comes in at a price of about a 55-inch premium TV. So around 13999 is where we're going to be positioning okay. that product. And very excited about it. Now that you mentioned the Freestyle, I do remember it. It's a, it's, it's a projector. It's an actual projector. So it's got a lamp. It's got cooling. Yep. It's got all of that. Um, it's slightly smaller than an oversized like dog food can kind of thing it's like a large dog food can that's yeah. probably exactly the way to describe it there's one behind you yeah. if you had a look at it uh, i guess that yes those very large dog food cans is about that size and yeah. and cylinder uh, cylindrical in shape yeah uh, so quite right and i know we've been talking about samsung's tvs but you do samsung consumer electronics and that covers a lot of ground um, something that we've been dying to see at Stuff uh, have been Samsung smart fridges. Do you have like a timeline for us on that? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, firstly, uh, we've spoken about lifestyle products in TV and, and potentially in monitor as well. Mm. Lifestyle's cutting through all of our devices, uh, particularly in home appliance. Um, and we've uh, we've launched this, well, actually at the back end of last year, we launched a, a concept called bespoke uh, refrigeration. Um, oh, yes. Now, bespoke comes in a multitude of uh, form factors, uh, the most popular being the, the FDR or the French door, so a four-door fridge. Uh, what's lovely about it is that you can change the color. Uh, we've brought in around 10 different changeable panels. Mm. So it has four panels, and you can have four colors if that's what you wish. But if your, 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 your kitchen is pink, then you can put pink panels on. If it's blue, you put blue panels on. If it's cream, you put cream panels on. Or you can mix them all up. It's really up to you. The nice thing about the tech, and getting to your question of technology, uh, is that it's customizable. So there are some compartments within the fridge that you can either make a fridge or you can make a freezer. It really depends on your needs mm -hmm. as a family. Uh, what you can also do is stack these fridges together. So if you wanted a one door or you needed a dedicated freezer or you wanted a bottom mount fridge uh, or bottom mount freezer, you could stack these all together depending on your family size or your needs. Uh, the tech, actually, all of these fridges are actually smart-enabled. Yeah. Uh, you can connect them uh, to your SmartThings app on your phone or your TV, um, and you can control uh, multiple... Um, uh, you know, controls, uh, you know, temperature setting, uh, turning it on, uh, this type of thing. Uh, the one product that you're probably talking about is the Family Hub. We've had that That's available, one. yeah, mm. globally for some time. I love the product. Uh, we're waiting for the right time to launch it in South Africa, certainly not this year, but I'm hoping that into the, the, the years to come that we will be launching this. As you know, it has a screen built in and you can do mm. a multitude of things on that screen, including, if you really wish, uh, watching your favorite cooking channel whilst you're cooking in the, <laughs> in the, in the kitchen. Uh, but it has other things like cameras built inside so you can see what's inside your fridge, what you need to pick up, the expiry dates of the food. Um, and in some markets around the world, you can connect into your favorite uh, shopping, online shopping, mm. and uh, just quickly order or it automatically orders for you. Um, like I said, uh, we we probably not at that stage yet. Uh, one, we need the volume of people, but the connectivity is also incredibly important. Uh, but also connecting into an online shopping um, uh, uh, product would probably be the way forward. And we've seen that online shopping or quick delivery shopping in South Africa yeah. has taken storm. Uh, so this is a good thing for us, and it's maybe one step closer for us to introduce a product like this. Uh, so we we will likely have some very interesting discussions over the next months and years and hopefully we can see that product in South Africa soon. I know quite a, quite a bit about how Samsung does business overseas, particularly in South Korea. And I know that the ecosystem, uh, like the smart uh, 
ecosystem there is very different to how it is in the the rest of the world and like this is kind of an ideal i think that the company your company might be aspiring to but i also know how difficult it is to achieve what kind of buy-in you need from mm. uh, from various levels like uh, yeah. i don't know if the people listening know this um but uh, it's like Sam- samsung's ecosystem works in conjunction with like state ut- utilities to get everything done yes um so, so your smart ecosystem takes information uh, or um, is supplied with information by like the electrical companies and yes. uh, and everyone else to to get everything to work together in a way that isn't really possible here in South Africa. Uh, like I know we can do it here in a, like a limited capacity. Like the TVs can act as um, Samsung TVs act as smart hubs. Yep. The you can connect um, things like your your phone. Uh, eventually, your like your TV and your microwave and your washing machine and your stove. I believe you guys do stoves as well. Yes, yes. Um, they they can all interact uh, in a limited capacity here, but in in a place with, uh, I mean, let's let's be frank, a much more advanced infrastructure. Um, it's a, it's a very different kind of experience. We aspire to having this sort of connectivity in most countries. Of course, there are uh, countries that are more developed than others, and uh, it's not only the infrastructure. I guess, I guess, five G technology and the and the speed of uh, you know bandwidth is also incredibly important. Uh, mm. You know that goes for high res eight K TVs, but also smart uh, family hub uh, fridges, that type of thing. Um, what's very interesting actually is that uh, Korea, which is like you say, probably one of the most advanced markets we we sell into. Um, was in fact the poorest country in the world in the very early 50s uh, after the war. Mm. Uh, and not to bore you with the history of Korea, but uh, today it's the 13th uh, biggest GDP in the world and uh, probably the most advanced uh, from a technology po- point of view. Yeah. So certainly as a South African, we, we have the people, we have the, uh, the, the, the um, country to be able to do that. And I really hope that South Africa will continue to aspire to this type of infrastructure for all. Uh, and it'll make our lives a, a lot more seamless when we come, uh, when we, you know, when we come home, and uh, and then we'll see more of that Samsung technology that you're talking about. And yeah. Hopefully, as we go in life, uh, we will continue to get more and more advanced. Uh, I know certainly the government is behind that, but uh, that the pace is maybe thing, yeah. as, um, maybe not as quick as what you and I would uh, like to see. Uh, you mentioned the bespoke fridges for Samsung, yep. and that you've got about uh, I think it was like ten different ten shades. different colors. Yeah. Um, Samsung's got a lot more than that, don't they? Yeah, they do. You remember it from last time. Um, oh. I think globally we have now around 600 colors. Uh, okay. So we choose what we what we believe is right for, for our consumer here, uh, but so does every other country. Uh, we've also partnered with a couple of designers yeah. uh, globally. Here in South Africa, we've partnered with a designer called Max Corza. Um, and he is uh, in the in the uh, proce- uh, process at any rate of designing some exclusive panels uh, for bespoke, uh, but also some exclusive uh, frames for the frame TV. Okay, uh, so be we're looking at uh, things like that. In fact, in the states, I just saw it now a few days ago. In the states, uh, they even have a facility where you can uh, take your own photographs or designs and print them directly onto these panels. 
We haven't Ooh. got that yet in South Africa, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it, just imagine what is possible with this uh, type of bespoke technology. I can, and it's possibly awesome, and it's possibly horrible because people are weird on the internet, man. <laughs> um, but uh, as far as like the shades go, if, if there's demand, would you bring in anything specific? Like if enough people are asking for it, like a particular shade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we do in market sensing all the time, um, mm. and uh, we have changed uh, one or two colors already. Uh, we have a new product uh, uh, launching uh, towards the end of the year, another refrigerator, and that has a couple of additional colors that it's coming with. I think matte black is one of them. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, black appliances seem to be very popular these days. And, and uh, everyone so we're wants be to bringing match the PlayStation. <laughs> Maybe in stuff's world, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but who knows, you know. But this is exactly it. You know, it's it's people looking for something that's bespoke to them. Um, and not everyone is the same. So the more uh, opportunity we can give for people to change their their appliance, their TV, their world around our technology, uh, we'll we'll continue to do that. If you if you guys ever do the fire truck red panels, I can practically guarantee that Stuff's publisher Toby will take <laughs> at least a few appliances off your hands. Uh, and if you do like one of each, you do like a fridge, a washing machine, a stove, and uh, uh, a microwave. Uh, he'll just he'll, he'll take one of each just right away. So we'll have to keep that in mind because yeah. at least we have one uh, person that's ready for fire engine red. Yeah, no, I don't know why. It's, it's like an obsession of his. Um, <laughs> the second something like that shows up in the office, I'm like, oh, I know who this one's for. Uh, it's, it's always it's it's always for Toby. Um, and then I, I think the the other two that don't really get too much attention uh, as far as products go. Um, or, or like your stoves and your washing machines because they're like the printers of the technology world except that printers are also the printers of the technology world I suppose um, in that people get them because they need them rather yeah. than because they think they're awesome yeah, um, yeah. But I believe you're trying to make these awesome as well. Yeah, no, no, we are. And it's, uh, it's, it's even a learning for me. I mean, I, I don't use the washing machine at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm lucky enough to work here and I see some of the tech that's coming through. Uh, we've just introduced our 16 kilogram uh, front loader. Yeah. Uh, which also comes with a matching um, uh, dryer. You can stack them on top of uh, one another, which I think is quite obviously the right thing to do because it's, it saves so much space. The Americans do that. Mm. Uh, but for some reason, the culture in South Africa is to have them side by side. You can do that side by side or stack them on top of one another. Mm. I uh, actually know the answer to that one. Um, oh, you do? I do. I do know I'd that love that. to know that. Maybe um, the reason why Americans stack them is because... Um, the houses tend to be built smaller. You'll find it even more prominent in Europe, like uh, oh. Berlin and yes, yes, like yes, Germany yes. and whatnot. They, they love to stack the stuff up. Whereas South Africans, uh, by and large, are, are, are used to a lot of space. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, comparatively speaking, space is cheaper here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Not so much these days, but, uh, like, we're, we're used to having yards and things. Whereas, like, in, in the UK, your yard is approximately the size of this mat. Yes, and, yes, and that's yes. where you stick 20 people when They've you have a barbecue. With the space, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. What I love about this machine, though, is, and it's probably not the best piece of tech we've ever come up with, but I absolutely love it, is that it comes with a contraption <laughs> that you can uh, clean your sneakers. So instead of throwing your sneakers in and letting it uh, go around the drum and damage your sneakers, your beloved sneakers, mm-hmm. it actually has a contraption. You can put two pairs of sneakers in, inside, uh, and it washes around the sneakers without damaging them, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. And I can tell you my 13 and 15 
16-year-old that love their sneakers. They would love something like that. So I guess if I show that to my wife, that might be the next thing I buy. Yeah. Uh, but wonderful piece of uh, technology. We spoke about some other products. Uh, microwave is a, is a very big thing for us. We happen to be number one in South Africa on microwave. Uh, we are introducing bespoke microwave as well. Yeah. It's not changeable, but you can buy it in a specific color. So we have about four different colors available uh, there. Um, from conventional uh, conventional microwave to convection ovens. Yeah. Uh, you can see one on display there, and uh, we're very excited about that. And yes, we do have gas cookers, um, which is extremely popular. It, it, it seems that more and more people are, are going to gas, I guess, with our electricity, etc. But it's, it's a nice way to cook on gas, so we do that as well. Mm. And of course, we have a, a very large range of re refrigeration, dryers, um, and washing machines to suit any budget and any size of home. So uh, be sure to get out uh, to one of the brand stores or, or one of our leading retailers and uh, have a look at the full range. We yeah. do, and, and, and I remembered from last time, I didn't mention it to you, we have a wonderful piece of equipment called the air dresser. Um, I know about this. Yes, which is, um, I haven't shown it to you, and I, I do want to show you. You actually have one? I'm not, one. I didn't I'm know not that. sure if we have one on display. Uh, maybe yes we have one we have ah, one I'm going to cool. show it to you afterwards uh, but it takes up to uh, depends on the size you buy but it takes up to four or six outfits um, and it refreshes your, your clothes and cleans your clothes whilst it hangs up okay. so for people that are wearing suits or um, you know not wanting to dry clean them every single week you just pop it into this and it refreshes your, your suits so, or your dress or your um, you know your jeans or how does that cases. work well it's, it's, it's got cleaning um, uh, technology in it so it steams the, the, the okay. clothes uh, and cleans the clothes and it goes through a cycle so it's basically a, like a home dry cleaning unit exactly exactly yeah. and if you do the if you do the calculation over a period of time it actually pays for itself uh, mm -hmm. because you don't need to take your clothes to be uh, dry cleaned okay. uh, which is fabulous and it cares for the clothes as well so it's uh, very light on the fabric um, absolutely wonderful piece of uh, technology we did launch it end of last year and uh, believe it or not we sold uh, many of them in fact mm. uh, sometimes find ourselves out of stock so it's oh. a very interesting piece of tech and it's uh, strange what people are looking for well I mean uh like the last time we spoke, we we, we did uh, we touched on one TV that we haven't mentioned yet, uh, is Samsung's wall, and you told me one of them was sold. Kind you of. know, you know, we've got a few. We had when we spoke mm. last time a few in the pipeline. Okay. I'm extremely pleased to announce yeah. that two days ago, okay. the customer who will remain unnamed because he told us not to tell uh, his name, okay, um, has bought one. It'll be installed into his home in Clifton um, in October is when we will receive the wall. Um, as you know, it's mini LED technology, so you mm -hmm. actually build that TV. I think they've gone for 140 inches uh, in, his, uh, in his home. Um, and um, yeah, like I said, it's going to be installed in his home in Clifton in October. Uh, really oh, pleased okay. about so, that. So there's, a, so there's a second one now? Or was that the first one was not actually the wall. Oh, it was, was indoor technology, oh, yeah. indoor LED technology, which was slightly larger pixel pitch. 
Uh, and that product, so it's very, it's it's actually the same. It's just not the h totally high-end uh, uh, technology pitch okay. that we've got. We've come down to 0.67 mils on each uh, um, uh, uh, LED, um, and that's the one that they've gone for, which is called the wall. The other one uh, that we installed was about a hundred and no, I think it was even bigger. It was a 200-inch display. It was displayed um, uh, above his bowling alley. Uh, in his home here in Johannesburg. Wow. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure somebody somewhere knows someone who has a bowling alley in their home. Um, <laughs> and that TV, if you like, above his bowling alley, well, that's like Samsung technology. Like a 200-inch TV. What? what? I mean, sure. You, it's, you don't even have to go to a rugby match. It's like you're sitting there. Um, uh, it's, it's a very, very sizable home, I can tell you. I'm Brett. sure it um, is. And... Um, <laughs> With the bowling alley, and in fact, the, the lounge suite sort of sits the other side of the bowling alley, so it's probably as far as we are away from that 98-inch TV here. Wow. It's something like that. So, um, yeah, I think it's a cool viewing experience, and I guess if you've got the money, what the hell? Well, I mean, some people do. Some people work for stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, this is, this is all great. Have you guys got anything... That you haven't mentioned coming up the pipeline. Oh, well, I'm sure we do. Um, hmm. We didn't mention uh, wind-free air conditioners. Uh, this is maybe also, you spoke about the printers of the world. Uh, by the way, I've got a lot of experience on printers as well, just mm. uh, not at Samsung anymore. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, wind-free air conditioners is something amazing. I, I put this uh, into my home a few months back. Uh, my wife, in fact, for 15 years told me she would never have an air con in, uh, in our home because it blows on you at night and makes your throat sore, etc. Uh, the wind-free air conditioner, though, that we launched about five years ago uh, has thousands of little micro holes in it. And so when they get the ambient temperature down to a satisfactory level, we then, uh, we then close uh, the, the fin and it doesn't blow that air onto you. It just releases slowly and keeps the ambient temperature at a level uh, which is comfortable for you. So great for kids' rooms, for babies' rooms, but mm. also very good to keep your marriage uh, together because it doesn't <laughs> blow on you at night and they don't freeze under the... Un, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's always a disagreement about temperature for some reason. <laughs> exactly. And mm. uh, so this technology is absolutely wonderful. Um, I, I also didn't speak about JetVac. It's the, it's the Ghostbuster uh, contraption of our range. Mm. It almost does look like you're catching ghosts with it. Um, but uh, very powerful uh, vacuum cleaners. Um, what's lovely about our vacuum cleaners comes with a clean station. Uh, so you take the, the, the filter out where you've caught all the dust and you clean it in a, in a, in a station and then just pop it back in and you can clean it, you know. Yeah, it's better than banging it against the side of a garbage can. It's something like this, yes, yeah. uh, with high uh, <laughs> suction capability. And I can tell you it is quite funny watching the guys demonstrate because they really do look like the Ghostbusters of the 21st century. Okay, cool. Um, well, I mean, thanks for speaking to me today, Mike. Um, I'm sure we're going to speak to you again soon. Uh, I, I know for a fact that one of Samsung's new gaming TVs is on its way to uh, to Duncan and stuff, uh, who's absolutely dying to get his hands on it because he's got to play some more Gran Turismo 7 this week or next week. Um, uh, so, yeah, like look out for that uh, review on stuff as soon as we're done. Um, and tune into um, Stuff's podcast next time. Uh, we'll speak to you guys again soon. Thanks, Brett. I really appreciate your time. Thank you.